Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm really excited to chat with my guest. She's been on the show before, uh, and she's just super fun, always a great conversation. And it's been a while, actually. It's been longer than I thought it was. It's been like three years since she's been on the show. Uh, But her name is Aria Lighty, and she is a business mentor, creative consultant, speaker, entrepreneur, and the host of the Glitter Mindset podcast. So thanks for joining me again. Thank you. Has it really been three years? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's insane. It was like before COVID, like right before. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, COVID seems like six months ago. So I don't even know. I don't even remember. It's all time is time is a weird construct. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Sometimes it seems like yesterday and then it seems like 10 years ago. And then it's like, did that really really happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to be back for sure. Yay. And you got your uh, champagne. Of but- course I did. My favorite gift ever. Awesome. Yeah. Let me know how that one is. I haven't had that one before. Um, I'm trying to try new ones and just seeing what people like that I send. So. So good. So good. Yeah. Well, yay. Like I said, I can't wait. To- a lot has changed since our last conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. You want to give us a quick update or, you know, tell everybody about your business. Um, yeah. Some things like that to get us started. Yeah. Yeah. So my name is Aria Lighty and um, I am a business mentor and creative consultant. So basically what I do with my clients is help maximize their impact, influence, and income. And that can be through ways that they're going to show up in the world for uh, press, networking, features, things like that. And it's also building scalable assets so that they can have uh, more influence with more clients and also build some residual income. So I love working with creative of entrepreneurs, game changers, visionaries, like just those that are really here to disrupt things in their industry and do things different. So, um, yeah, I love what I do. And the last time that I was on, <laughs> I had a completely different business Well, I was still doing this, but it was very part-time. Mm-hmm. And so I've been really stepping full force into this in the past, uh, six months taking on more clients, building out more group programs. Like, um, I don't know if I can cuss, but it's show the F up. And, (laughs) um, yeah, so it's, it's been a fun journey of focusing more on this and just honing in onto the people that I really, really love to help show up in the world. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love that you do that. Cause I think a lot of times we forget, you know, we always have so many things going on and especially like marketing wise and stuff. Like we kind of forget how impactful networking can be and like showing mm-hmm. up and make like, you know, being intentional about it. 
Yes, absolutely. Networking is one of the number one things that you need to be doing as an entrepreneur and getting out there and really knowing how to do it. I think that a lot of people, they hear the word networking and they immediately shut down because they (laughs) picture the like stale coffee and the Mm -hmm. like styrofoam cups and the, the name tags and stuff like that. But really networking is just the art of intentionally building your power network. And when you have a power network of referral partners and peers, that is how you are going to attract so much business by building your name and your no like trust factor with them. Like they'll send you all the referrals, you know, they'll get you into the rooms and mention your, your name when uh, people need it. So it really is the most important part of it. And I've been doing that part of business for 17 or 18 years now. And there's people in my network that, you know, started with me when I was just a wee, a wee one <laughs> getting out there in the business world. Yeah. I was actually flipping through your Instagram earlier today and I saw a few pictures of like when you first started the mob and it was just so cute. Like I just <laughs> love like seeing that whole transformation from back then to now. Yes. Yeah. That was a, that was the business that we were talking about the last time that I was here. And that was actually a networking group that I ran for 10 years, all for mom-owned businesses and um, just got out there and knew that there was something more as far as building connections. I couldn't find a way for people to connect the way that I liked to on a human level. So um, went out there, started that, did thousands of, you know, had thousands of members, did hundreds of in-person and online events and, and really just took what I know about networking, brought it to mom own businesses. And, um, it was, it was a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's such an awesome group of you guys listening. Um, many moms own businesses. Um, yeah, check it out. Mob nation. It's great. Um, so is it for people listening today? Like if they're like, okay, networking, I need to start growing my network. Um, like what's like a good place that they could start. I saw a Robert Kawasaki quote earlier today and I cannot remember it for the life of me, but it was about, you know, building your network because I think it said like wealthy people have the biggest networks or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what are some tips or like a a place people could start? Well, I think the first thing is that you kind of need to dismantle anything that you thought that you knew about networking. Networking is just essentially building long-term mutually beneficial relationships with your, you know, the peers and power partners that I mentioned before. The number one mistake that I see in networking is that people go out trying to build the name of their business or career or project that they're working on at that time, which is great for marketing purposes, but for networking, you're really building your name in the community as an entrepreneur, as you know, somebody in the career space so that no matter what season you're in, in business, that network can follow you. And it's like, whatever you're doing, you know, I mm-hmm. got your back on that rather than walking into rooms and just trying to get people to know about whatever project that you're working on at that, at that period of time. So like I said, I've been building my network for um, 17, 18 years and the people that I met as executive recruiter, you know, they came with me when I had a brick and mortar, they were mob members, you know, some of them are my one-on-one clients now. Like there's a lot of people that have um, gone through so many different seasons because it was really about building my name as Aria, not whatever, you know, Art a la carte or the mob or whatever it is that I'm, whatever season I'm in. 
Yeah, I love that. So that's like an element of it's kind of like pulling your personal brand into it. So they remember that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So that they can be like, wherever you're going, I'm following you. I want (laughs) to be a part of whatever you're doing. But when you go into a room to market um, what it is that you're doing, if I'm only walking in saying, oh, I have the mob nation. Well, if they're not a mom owned business or they're, (laughs) you know, they don't they are a mom, but they don't own a business, whatever it is, they kind of start to gloss over, you know, Mm -hmm. because they're not super um, interested in what I have going on at that time. Now, if I make a connection and we stay in contact and I show up in a way that's providing value and giving resource and introducing that person to who I know in my network, then when something else pops up or, you know, when they do end up opening a business or having a kid, then they're like, oh my gosh, I totally remember (laughs) that I needed to be a part of this amazing group. And that's what it really is all about. It's also just going in. And um, the other mistake that I see is just making it about you, like Mm -hmm. this culture of elevator pitches and all of that, when really it's about asking really intentional questions and getting to know the person on the other side and getting them to talk about their favorite thing, which is them (laughs) and what they do. (laughs) And that's going to leave such a more lasting impression on anybody in any room that you walk into rather than trying to make it a sales pitch. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love the definition you said a few minutes ago, just about what networking actually is and dismantling it. Cause it's kind of similar. I feel like to sales, you know, people hear sales and it's like, ugh, like deer in mm-hmm. headlights. And it really is just a conversation, you know, when there's just all of this emotion around it, which I just love how you break that down. Cause it makes it less intimidating. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it's a visual, like when you're going into network, you're taking your sales hat off, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're putting your relationship hat on and just kind of that visual of like, I'm not here to sell yet. I mean, there's always opportunities that happen where it's like, oh, I've been looking exactly for this exact thing. Tell me everything that we need to know. But it just takes away a lot of that pressure of, you know, this isn't a marketing event. This is a networking event. And I'm here to build relationships and connect with people on a really human level and treat them like humans and get to know them. And it it really changes the game for a lot of people. Yeah, I love that. And I think too, people have to like, we have to realize sometimes you like things take time because I feel like, you know, in our culture now, we just want like a million connections or, you know, like all the things right now. But that this is like a long term game, but like such a sustainable growth strategy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's going to be what separates those people. I mean, a lot of things in business that have been coming to light in the past five to 10 years, the lead magnets and the um, you know sales funnels and mm-hmm. social media strategies and stuff, a lot of them are just completely dissolving or you know people are starting to see through the different yeah. tactics. So it's all going to come back to that reputation that you've built and the people that know you. And if you know social media goes away, today um, and Facebook is already, you know, on its way out, then Mm -hmm. what else are you going to be relying on um, to make people want to, to trust you, you know? Yeah, totally. I love that. So along the way, you know, we've all had to like adjust and pivot, not just even for COVID, just for, you know, different things. But um, did you like, how have you adjusted over the years? And like, what have you kind of, you know, learned about having to do that in business? What did I adjust and pivot? (laughs) (laughs) um I mean for the mob we had to we had to put everything online obviously we had to cancel all of our in-person events and prior to COVID we um, were doing almost 30 events in person per month across the nation so that was a huge pivot for us but what I really learned is that 
the core of what I talk about, the core of the way that I encourage networking and view networking, it can be applied into any room, whether it's a a physical room or a virtual room. And um, it really kind of just proved to me that that's where it's all at, you know, it's these connections and the way that you show up for people and the way that you um, support them. And so I pivoted by making it virtual, but the effects were pretty much the same because that foundation was there, you know, yeah. of, of the true connections and building community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never was able to go to the in-person ones because I joined, I think during COVID or I don't know, but I never made it to an in-person one. But I mean, you can even feel the community and the support, you know, virtually. Like that's what mm-hmm. I loved, like the community that you created. Like it's just, you could feel it and like the support and yeah, it was just all there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So looking back, like, what would you tell your new business owner self? Like after all, you know, everything you've learned, different businesses you've had, like, what would you tell yourself? Like when you were just starting out? Oh God, so much. (laughs) (laughs) How much time do we have on this? Um, I think the, the lessons that have been really popping up for me lately is, um, to do things that feel very aligned to you. And it's very, it's important to bring in people's ideas and what they think and their perspectives and what they're demanding, you know, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the people that are going to be like, well, I wish you did this, or I wish that it cost this much or (laughs) no, whatever. Um, All of those opinions, like take them all in, but still do what's best for you um, and what you know is right. And because I think back to when I had a brick and mortar, we had three locations and, you know, we were closed on Sundays and constantly people would be like, I wish you were open Sundays. I wish you were open Sundays. So I finally opened Sundays and then I wish you were open Saturdays sooner. So open sooner on Saturdays, put all of this labor money and and marketing money to make that available. And they were our slowest days for years. Nobody (laughs) even wanted to be, (laughs) nobody even wanted to be there. You know, like the people just, they talk a lot about stuff. Um, and they're not usually the ones that are actually wanting to get involved and your people will find a way to show up during the times and during the things that you are, are offering and making it work for you. Um, yeah, I think that that is a big one is just learning to trust your own self and hear your own self and and to create a business that works for you um, yeah. and, and aligns with you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so true. I mean, I think, you know, when we start out, it's also new and, you know, so you want to just accommodate everybody and you want to make sure money's coming in. So you say yes yeah. to things you wouldn't normally <laughs> say, you know, that is like the reoccurring <laughs> lesson in my business is just, and it's the people that are the, the loudest, you know, the ones that leave the reviews or make those snarky Mm -hmm. comments or whatever. Um, like they're not your people anyways. So, so really focus on, on creating a business that is sustainable for you, that lights you up and the people that are meant for it will, will follow. Yeah, I totally agree. 100%. So what, like marketing strategies have worked for you over the years or like what's your favorite way to market your business that you see the most, you know, like return or you enjoy or anything like that? Um, 
well, I have to go back to networking. That's, you know, a no brainer, but I also, um, press and features for me has been, you know, a great way to, um, get in front of new audiences to, um, to show up in different ways and to also have the, um, proof of concept for my warm audience. That's kind of watching on social media. You know, every time I'm posting, like I'm interviewed by this podcast or I'm on this morning show, or I'm, you know, traveling to this city to be on this news show. Like that's just planting little seeds in people's brains and showcasing that you are the expert and authority and leader in your niche. And I think that that's, that is one of the best ways to show up. Um, is to get those, get those interviews, get those features, get those collaborations. Um, yeah, I've relied a lot on that and word of mouth. I mean, a lot of people are, are losing the art of just, if you are giving such a good value to your people, if you're taking care of them, they are going to go out there and be like evangelists for your brand. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many people that are constantly thinking of all of these different ways to market and get new people and get new followers and all of that, which is a super important piece of the business. Mm -hmm. But if you took a little bit more of your time and just provided a really great, amazing time to your people, then that's going to be, you know, what, what really brings the new people in because for Bob, we didn't even spend money on marketing for the first couple of years, but everyone was just like, Oh my God, the things that they're doing for me or my business or the way that they're doing this, like it's, you got to be a part of it. And that was what helped us grow. Yeah, uh, totally. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I get a lot of new clients from my current clients, you know, so even if you're, yeah, if you're like a service-based one and you're providing a service that they love, then yeah, you're, it's so great. It's like such a win-win, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people forget like when they do, people want to help us and people want to talk about us. They just, our brains aren't always wired like that. But if you have these clients that are like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, you did all of this amazing stuff for me, Nicole, like just saying, oh, if you know anybody else that could really Mm -hmm. use this type of service or that I could really help. then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I do know like five people that I should introduce you to, you know? Yeah. I think Um, we forget to ask or we're kind of scared to ask, you know, Mm -hmm. like power of the ask. But if you know that you're, you're giving so much value to somebody and they are like loving the results, just saying, do you know any other amazing business owners like you that could use these types of services? I've loved working with you. So obviously your people are going to be my type of people. Let me know if there's anyone that I should be introduced to. I'm always looking to expand my network or expand my collaborators or client base. And people are like, oh my God, yeah, I totally know people. Yeah. It's like when you ask people for reviews, they're like, oh my God, of course I'd love to, you know, and yeah, just like again, exactly. so scared to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the ask always. Mm-hmm. I love it. And this question just popped up in my mind, like just because what you do and help me, like the people that you worked with and um, I took your class, um, show up to glow up, which I loved. Um, and so why do you think people are like, why do you think we don't show up? Like, are we scared or like subconsciously or mm-hmm. like, what do you kind of see? I love that you took it when it was a masterclass because I was like, I have so much more to talk about. So now that is the six week program Oh yay! (laughs) (laughs) because I was like, I can talk about this for hours and I do. So, um, the, but the first week is completely revolved around stepping into your power and knowing what magic you have and knowing what you bring to the table, because 
that is what stops most people is they're like, oh yeah, I want to market myself or I want to get into rooms or I want to go be on a podcast. And then when, you know, the opportunity arises, they're like, oh no, not me. Yeah. Who, who wants to hear from me or who would want to right. meet me, you know? Um, and so that is like the, it's a major block because I primarily work with women and marginalized communities and non-binary people. And so the systems have been created and the stories have been told to us to keep ourselves small, to be humble, which fuck humble (laughs) and all of these different things to make sure that the people that are currently in power remain there. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not by accident that you think that you are not worthy of going into a room or the big dogs or charging more or being on the news. Um, it's because it's been completely conditioned into us. And so that is, that is the, the reason why people don't want to go into rooms or they try to stay in their safe spaces or they don't want to be in features is because their stories are, they don't have anything to talk about or they don't have any value to bring. And that's completely not true. So um, yeah, we spend an entire first week just revolved around that. And people are like, oh, <laughs> I have some like really deep rooted stories of, yeah. you know, even just being in school or from our parents mm-hmm. being told to be good girls or quiet down or not take up too much space or be seen, but not heard, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, I mean, I know in my own experience, I just realized that that, that was like, huge of, you know, these different stories that have kind of grown up with and just kind of held. And I I never really thought of them. I didn't really think of them of like being somewhere, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Until I actually started learning about what mindset is and mindset work and like starting to dig. And it's like, oh shit. Wow. There's a lot in there. (laughs) There's some heavy shit. And people will go through one mindset course or do some affirmations and be like, cool. I'm healed. (laughs) I'm ready to do it. And it's like, well, it took a lifetime for you to even acknowledge that they're there. So they're not going to go away right away. And especially the more that you put yourself on bigger stages, like maybe talking in front of your local networking group, that's easy. Now going and applying for a TED talk, (laughs) all of the shit comes back up where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Visit these tools. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, I've worked through a lot of things and I, yeah, same kind of thing. Like, oh, it's, it's taken time. I mean, it's been a few years, but I'll think that, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, cool. I'm, I've kind of gone over this hump. I know the real truth, but it'll still kind of creep up. Like every once in a while, you'll still try to like make a comeback, you know, of like, yeah. why are you doing this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to listen to you or you don't even know how to do marketing, you know, like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to ask yourself, well, what proof do I have? Right. <laughs> that that's not true. Yeah. I was just, I was literally journaling today. What proof do I have that, um, I am actually good at this because today, this morning, my first thought was like, burn it all down. You suck at this. (laughs) Hey, let's, let's think this through. What proof do I have? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So what are some goals that you're working towards now? Like you mentioned, the masterclass is now six weeks. Um, yes. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about like what's going on in your business? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, by the way, the mob that I've been talking about, I sold that in um, July. So there's a new owner for that, but definitely go check them out. Go to the yeah. Um, I'm focusing on um, my mentorship clients. I've been doing way more um PR as part of it too. And I've been loving that aspect and, uh, show the fuck up is a really great way. That's what show up to go up turned into is, um, show the fuck up. And that's 
six weeks where you're working um, with me to, again, dismantle the idea of networking. We're talking about attraction marketing. We're talking about social media. We're talking about how to get press and features. Everybody that's taken the program has walked away with being featured and (laughs) then also walks away with this amazing network because they're meeting these people that are also the disruptors and the trailblazers and all of that. So the doors officially open 1010. And we, um, yeah, and we'll start the calls on 1018. Um, I am leaving the doors open. That's something that I've learned from my past cohorts is that they don't actually have to close. People can think (laughs) if they want to catch up and watch the replays and join in. That is totally something that they're able to do. So at any point, um, if you're hearing this, you can jump into the six weeks or, or join a waiting list for the next time that we'll be doing it. But we teach the modules live. Um, and then have the coaching and consulting afterwards to really figure out what best way for you to show up in the world is, and also be able to coach through any of that mindset drama that pops up, um, throughout the process. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love too that you're, you're putting PR in there again. I feel like it's kind of like you hear the networking, you hear sales, you hear PR and people are like, I don't you know what that means. It seems yeah. overwhelming. So I'm so mm-hmm. like, but it again is such another big piece of like your marketing overall strategy. Yeah. So I love that you're teaching that. Thank you. And you've Thank been featured you so in some big places, right? Yeah. I've been featured almost 150 times, wow. um, in print publications, podcast interviews. Um, I've been on good morning LA. Um, I've been on San Diego morning shows on Fox five, at least four times. Um, wow. so yeah, I mean, it seems silly, but if I can do it, <laughs> you can do it. And it's a really, it's so much easier than you think. You just have to know how to play the game and you mm-hmm. can do it without a publicist. I did have somebody on my team for mob, um, in my marketing department, Gwen, who's amazing, that yeah. did send out a lot of press releases for mob stuff, but a lot of the features were either on my own or I'd already built such a good press page that people were coming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is, if you know how to do it, it's, it's very simple to get features. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That alone. And, well, and just again, all of it, your whole program, like that, it just sounds amazing. So thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, well, awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we went over what's new in your business. Yeah, I worked to your favorites. Um, I wonder if any of these have changed since our last interview. I should have written the answers down because I listened to it earlier. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite book? <laughs> book. Ooh, well, right now, um, why? Let me see what it is. Why she buys. Hmm. That is super interesting. It's basically getting into like the the woman's brain on why they make purchasing decisions and Uh how it's been um, left out of advertisers' uh, thoughts because they've only focused things on men's brains because it's only men in the rooms. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been finding a lot of it very interesting about just like the history of um, advertising and marketing and how women were just completely left out of the thought process or conversation. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. I want to get that. Yeah, that's really Um, good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's so much, there's a good bit of psychology, you know, behind mm-hmm. effective marketing and all that. So that seems like right up my alley. Yeah. And it's also really good to just know, especially for you, like where your power is and yeah. and why even just being a woman in the marketing world is so disruptive, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like being able to help your clients tap into stuff that was only accessible to the rare few right. prior to somebody like you coming in. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I just wrote it down. 
<laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? Champagne. Yeah, that one hasn't changed. I remember that. No, <laughs> it will forever. And don't anybody at me and say that it needs to be from Champagne France to be called Champagne because that is what we're calling it forever. Yeah. I concur. <laughs> I call it Champagne all the time. Um, what is your favorite thing to do to relax? Um, I really vibe with just laying in my bed all day long and watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the worst, the worst Netflix I can find. Like I'm all about <laughs> housewives and garbage TV when I'm ready to just like shut down. It's, it's nothing. It's selling sunset and housewives arguing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so easy and it's so nice to not mm-hmm. have to think, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the same way. Um, what, um, where is, Oh yeah. Well, actually you just answered it. Um, what was your favorite thing to watch, but you just said it. Um, and where is your favorite place to travel to? Well, I I mean, I don't know why you'd leave where you live anyway. (laughs) It's so beautiful. I love all your videos on Instagram. I'm just like, Oh my God, I got to go. Yeah. I'm in Honolulu by the way, for everyone listening. Um, and I live like a block away from the beach. So I walk there, um, daily, but, um, I have been obsessed with Boston. We went last year for like a week and we can't stop talking about it still. And I don't know if there's like some weird, like past life where I was just like thriving in Boston, but I can't wait to get back there. And like, if I had to move someplace else, it might be there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's a cool city. Yeah. But people, I met a lot of people from Boston recently and I'm like, I freaking love Boston. Like mm. I get so excited and they're like, what? <laughs> Like I, I'm obsessed. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Awesome. So where can everybody find you? Um, website, social media, podcasts, all that good stuff. Yes. So I am at arialighty.com. I am on Instagram and I love to get DMs and have conversations. That's at arialighty. And my podcast is Glitter Mindset. I love it. Well, thank you for coming on. And yeah, I will put all that in the podcast notes. And um, I will also put that the the doors open next Tuesday because that just sounds like such an amazing program. So I'll include all of that for everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'd love to have you guys on there. I'll have to make a little code for all of your listeners and and throw that in there. Well, I'll just say it'll be like bubbles and biz. Awesome. So check the show notes. Yay. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. This has been so much fun to catch up. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode and had some good takeaways. Uh, If you haven't left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, I would totally appreciate it. So if you have a minute, um, that would be great. If you need any free marketing tips, I've got some on my website. So feel free to head over there, um, nb.marketing, to grab them. Have a good day.